When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. special edition of the Patreon series. I'm joined today by two very special guests, Mr. Brad Olson and Laura Eisenhower. Oh yes, it's going to be a good one, boys. And joining me right now are two very special people, very special guests, Brad Olson and Laura Eisenhower. Welcome to the Michael Deacon program. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. Always great to talk to you. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you so much, Laura and Brad. I'm so glad we can uh, finally sit down and uh, do this. And of course, Brad's been here before, and Laura, it's your first time here. But most people who find the show already know who you are, so we don't really have to get into the whole introduction phase and all that jazz. All of it's fine. All of it is good. And right off the bat, let's just jump right into things here. Um, Brad and Laura and... Um, Laura, I just wanted to ask you this right away. What matters the most right now, Laura, in these times here in 2023, March 7th already? Right. March 7th, right. Well, Pluto's about to move into Aquarius and, you know, it's going to visit there and then go into retrograde and then be sort of more of a theme in the years after uh, it goes direct. We'll start to really feel into it. And every time there's a planetary aspect, there's an inversion or a psyop or something to leverage the planetary aspects, particularly when there's like significant conjunctions, like we saw in the beginning of 2019 with Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter conjunct. Um, they just launched the pandemic because this was a time of, of great initiation for humans to step into the next level of awakening consciousness, being on a more awakened path, being uh, able to let go of the old paradigm and transform and begin to really like rise out of the old if they had the willingness to listen to the ones that have been trying to warn them. And unfortunately, a lot of people fell for the inverted psyop that has put them in fear of death, fear of breath, fear of each other, separation, conquer, divide, more of all that kind of stuff. So as Pluto moves into Aquarius and 
some of the astrological alignments that will be taking place, inversions will be connected to Uranus. <clears throat> the higher octaves of Uranus are all about truth, authenticity, and it's a high level electrical energy that stimulates the nervous system to help us to connect with our higher mind and ascension signals. The inversion though is transhumanism, blue beam technology, fake alien invasions, and dark technology that's being taken to the next level. Um, and in Pluto, we would need to let go of that, transform and recognize ourselves as the more advanced technology. So when Pluto was in Capricorn, it was about letting go of old paradigm and moving into a higher octave of Saturn, which is self-mastery, becoming a teacher and uh, not consenting to rules and tyranny that goes against um, our ability to step up to what this awakening is all about, which is remembering who we truly are and accessing dormant DNA and greater abilities so that we can mitigate the damages of these bioweapons and de-weaponize them by not allowing it to infect our minds and our creative channels where we end up feeding the very thing that we're trying to, uh, I mean, we're not, but I mean like where people unconsciously are feeding, you know, a very dangerous trajectory. Um, so it's going to take a lot. Uh, but I think in the times ahead, there's going to be a lot of, you know, positive developments, but also like a bifurcation of sorts where the positive developments are happening. If you can stay aligned and the not so positive is happening the more you allow yourself to be siphoned in and assimilated into this kind of AI. And so I think um, the most important things that we pay attention to our human vessel, our consciousness, our thoughts, making sure our thoughts are our own, working on ways to mitigate the damages as things like spike proteins. I mean, we're all impacted. We've been breathing in chemtrails, there's chemical spells. I mean, um, we're all needing to just pay attention to how to advance ourselves, how to be in a high vibration, how to have a purified vessel so that we can handle the onslaught of more of this stuff and just really, um, you know, know that there's an antidote and cure for everything that gets thrown and that our consciousness can be the override frequency to all of this as well. When we stay connected to our creative imagination and keep the visions and dreams alive. And I know there's more to say, but I'll shut up because that's pretty much what I, yeah. No worries. I, that. that was excellent. There's so much to ask you and um, Brad, I will go to you really quickly here before I, I do a follow-up here with Laura. Um, same question to you, Brad. What what exactly matters the most right now? You know, there's so much going on, and Laura just uh, mentioned all these things with the the uh, fake alien invasion, the the the, the so-called spy balloons that um, happened, and the Ohio train derailment. All these things that are going on and have been going on for a while, but we're seeing so much more of it. Um, Brad, take it away. Well, just to build on what Laura said, we are entering the Great Awakening when more and more normies, as they're called, are starting to wake up to the different concepts that we've been talking about on the Michael Deacon program and in our books and Laura's forthcoming book, which will be coming out early next year, which really spells out what's going on in the world today with all of this matrix of fear that has been festooned around all these false flag operations. So everything you just said there, Michael, these are demonstratively false flag operations. And the main objective is always to keep the population in fear. So I think what we have to do individually is break the matrix of fear, because what it does is it steals our power, our power of sovereignty, our ability to look at these issues very pragmatically. And when you do that, uh, th they lose their power over us. So they are 
trying desperately to keep us in this constant state of fear. And <clears throat> the way we break free is basically understanding who we are uh, by having faith and trust and believe in our intuition, follow your own inner voice, your guidance as to what is real and what is fake. Cause we all know we're, we're living in this new age of ours of fake news and uh, they're just coming at us full board right now with everything. They're, and they will be doing this into the future. I really think 2023, we'll look back on history and, and look at these dates, this, this COVID scam and then everything that has come out from it and really understand that this was a momentous period in human history. And as Laura outlined with the uh, conjunctions, it is a period where they're probably going to throw another big false flag at us. Uh, and I fear it could be something along the lines of what happened about a month ago in East Palestine, Ohio. Right. Yeah. And we can, I can go into a little bit of that, but, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into that. And, um, obviously it's no accident. Both of you feel like it's all, I'm sure premeditated and it definitely seems that way. You know, there's lots of production companies you know, that produce food, I should say, there's lots of companies, food manufacturer, uh, manufacturers out there. And of course, there's military um, industrial sites out there shipping lots of military weapons as well. So I kind of feel like this was no accident. I feel like it was all sort of premeditated. Oh, very much so. And Dr. Robert O. Young and Carrie Cassidy did a really fantastic interview a couple days ago, and Dr. Young outlined all the vectors of this being a false flag operation. For example, that train should have never even been on the rails. It was carrying this uh, dioxin that has been outlawed for over three decades. They didn't even know where this train was going, and for 40 miles, it was even on fire, and it kept going. Then when it did derail and crash, they opened up some of the other tankers in a, I'm doing air quotes, a uh, a burn, a uh, controlled burn, which mixed some of those chemicals and made it far, far worse. And now this East Palestine incident is being described as America's Chernobyl. It really is that bad. And we're not going to see the ramifications of what has happened here for probably years to come. But it's something, when, when, when the cabal, when this deep state does a false flag at this level, and, and this underhanded, you just got to see that there is nothing they won't do. They will even destroy Mother Earth to stay in power, to keep us in a fear state, and to keep rolling out this agenda. And Laura, I'm sure you feel the exact same way as uh, Brad. Yeah, yeah, uh, more than I'd like to feel. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you just talked about um, the planets and all, the, all this... Um thing here having to do with what we're seeing today and obviously just a couple days back Jupiter and Venus were very close together did you both of you did you guys uh, get a chance to see that I didn't see it but yeah I felt it <laughs> Jupiter Venus and Chiron conjunction in Aries that's a very very powerful combo and there's been a lot of attention on all of that and then the north node Uranus conjunction in Taurus you know has been a um a strong Thing. And then, yeah, there's a lot of shift in movements with the outer planets. Um, so, yeah, the Jupiter-Venus-Chiron um, can be very, very healing, but also depending on a person's own personal chart and what they're working on. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, it, it can bring up like a lot of wounds and pain because Chiron is not so easy. Um, and Aries, Venus, Venus is ruling Libra, the opposite sign. So it helps to integrate polarity and work on one's wounds when navigating the world of relationships, relationship with self but a lot might come up to the surface and a lot of like the empathic overload. And that's really what I'm feeling is just like, just more heartbreak, more people that are confused, more people that are coming to the realization that, yeah, that administration, whatever the leftist crap is, is just right. like almost like embarrassing to have consented to. And it's a lot of denial still and a lot of internalized feelings about it all. And then people just, you know, like not getting the answers that they need. And just the way the doctors are handling you know, symptoms in children of having heart attacks and trying to normalize it. And then all the transgender stuff being pushed on our kids and how people are falling for this right and left. And just knowing, you know, the things like the chemical spills and how it's spreading through the water, the sky, the, you know, the soil, the ground, yeah. the soil, yeah. And the, how it's affecting the animals and just all the innocence, all the beauty, all the, you know, our children, the animals, nature, Mother Earth. It's just heart wrenching. And it's like, I can't seem to disconnect from how like feeling it like yeah because things you know we came in and things were already needing to be healed children needed to be rescued trafficking human trafficking pedophilia and calling out these monsters was like something we've been trying to do ridiculed laughed at pretty much ignored and now they're just taking it to the next level and i really feel for the people falling for it because they right. are loving parents and they don't want to harm their kids it's just too gruesome for anybody to want to look at but where's that instinct within yourself you know because I know as a parent, I die for my kids. So I'm not going to compromise my kids. And my intuition is really just like felt the alerts throughout my life. Like, oh, no, that's dangerous. That's, I can see through that. And it's scary how people have lost that internal compass. And how can that, you know, does it, it, it's going to take shock and, and this sort of crisis and sometimes injury, accident and um, unwellness to have that ability to begin to process and, and awaken. But for others, it's not going to be so easy. So in the larger picture sense that every soul is going to have a chance to heal and the unconditional love of creator source is going to help to um, provide the antidotes that right under our noses and uh, on a consciousness level as well. And that's the part of the free will that people have these choices that are in front of us every single day. And we can stand up and like embrace the things that can mitigate all the damages. Um, but the education has to be there. There's all sorts of medicinal mushrooms and herbs and um, just like all sorts of, like fulvic acids, bentonite clay, and zeolites that aren't contaminated, and all sorts of ways, like with cilantro, spirulina, chlorella, um, and just always tons of ways to remove these things. Now, graphene oxide, not as easy, but there's different methods, um, some magnet techniques, uh, and just, you know, ways to pull these things um, and to then release these things with things that can bind to them. So I think these healing centers and places that have this advanced knowledge will be made more widely available. And I think we can mitigate a lot of damages, but witnessing the amount of casualties that we're gonna lose, particularly the vulnerable children and wounds being born that might have a lot of disabilities right from the get-go is, is a lot to take on as a humanity. It was already a lot with what, what we are up against, but this is next level Nazi agenda 
just like what they were doing during the Second World War, but on much, such a massive scale. Because nobody, it's not going to be in the history books. Oh yeah, Project Paperclip, Chapter Two, kids. Yeah, and like let's take. A <laughs> yeah, that won't be that. talked and, about. You know, for sure. The, the Nazi scientist kids. Yeah, you got an A plus because yeah, we're fucked. Sorry. No, you could say that. It's fine. We're not. If we don't understand what's going on, our consciousness is really missing out on overriding it. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no worries. No worries. I feel like there is some sort of nefarious agenda going on. Hollywood has always implemented one. And we're seeing it more today, more than any other time. And I think we do need a, a lot of healing. I mean, look what just happened to us the last three years of our lives, really. Some say some say two, but I say three with the whole um, pandemic scamdemic that happened and lots of people lost uh, friends and family over it and i'm sure both you laura and brad both probably went through that i'm sure both of you lost maybe some friends out there during this time and i i think all of us did to be honest some people were really fold folded um quite sadly i i must add and you we know now what uh this sort of did to uh, the the hive mindset out there really it's quite sad, Laura and Brad. It's very sad. It's, yeah, I, I can't, you know, I, I, a person that can find some level of neutrality, been aware of this, you know, Brad as well, you know, he wrote this book, <laughs> Escaping Prison Planet. Um, I've been a speaker about, you know, warning about the New World Order, aligning with, you know, people that we've been colleagues with for who we've been at this a long time, and so have you, you know, and uh, yeah, the casualties and the shock of it all and how people are still turning a blind eye and just believing what the doctors say. Crazy. Like, it's really hard to want to talk without having an outburst of just the intensity, you know, and, and it's just like, I just, we have to just love and just. That's that healing we need to do. Yeah. For when it's like, no matter what the choices are, I'm keeping love alive, but I'll, I'll shut up so Brad can answer what you're saying. No worries. <laughs> no worries. I'm just saying it's all the healing that we all need still from what has happened. You know, I would suggest everyone eat psilocybin mushrooms for a while, but that would be irresponsible of me to say, but I think that would definitely help most of America right now, especially in these times, Brad, I'm sure you won't get any argument from me for saying that. <laughs> no, I won't. Nor from Prince Harry, who just came out and said he, copes with all the life's problems with uh, psychedelics. So good on you, Prince Harry. Maybe now he'll uh, admit that uh, Prince Charles wasn't his real father. But then right. that's going up against, uh, well, he, he'd be dead pretty soon after that. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Just, uh, keep quiet at this point, uh, getting booted out of the, uh, the, the friendly confines of Windsor Castle. Can no longer go back. By the but way, just, but, just yeah. What Laura says, isn't it interesting that right when they rolled out the Great Awakening, uh, well, didn't didn't roll out, but it came to into our lexicon right around the time they did roll out the Great Reset, and the Great Reset really in lockstep with the whole pandemic. Uh, one of the most telltale signs, if you went to the World Economic, I call it for us website, telling all the different modalities that this is going to change everything and here's how they already had a very complex website ready to go and uh mel k who's a popular podcaster she did some videos outside of uh, the united nations and it was all the same verbiage the same kind of uh play cards visuals so you know the united nations is down with this and that's how it is a global agenda so like you guys said, they're coming at us on a worldwide basis, not just in America, although I do think America is being targeted right now because we are 
the last bastion of freedom. We are the shining beacon in the hill. And if we lose this country, there's no other nation that could stand up to this tyranny. I agree. Um, Laura, did you want to add something to that? Um, just how it's just worldwide America being targeted. Yeah, I mean, the tentacles of Project Paperclip is not just, you know, the infiltration of the U.S. government or the uh, the secret space programs branching off into just uh, unmanageable levels of um, uh, just being uh, like dark forces yeah. um, infiltrated. And mm -hmm. and just a lot of the slave trade and just how things have been working in that arena that any president, especially Eisenhower, who was tasked with trying to sort this out, could manage at the time. Lots of false narratives, lots of lies. And um, it's a lot to unpack, you know, just being born into this family, trying to get to the deeper truth and being taken seriously and having people still just assault me with the lies. And it's just like, okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, this, the worldwide thing and the targeting, you know, the targeting, especially in this country is the rewritten history, the misinformation and all the different weaponized ways to uh, push these false narratives through the media, the influencers in Hollywood, um, supporting those false narratives and the medical industry and all the people that don't feel courageous enough to stand up against it. This is worldwide. I mean, in Australia, there's huge hubs. There's hubs all over the place. And Brad's the expert in Antarctica than we see in like Switzerland or Sweden and underground bases everywhere, tunneling systems. And when you listen to the stories of those that have been in the MKUltra SRA programs, you know, where, where they say that they're, you know, taken and where these... Uh, different individuals that have been in secret space programs, you know, where they're traveling underground, under our feet, all these hidden operations happening. Um, you know, it's all across the globe. It's all across the globe. How they've impacted stargates all over the planet um, to create reversal grids, to unplug parts of the planetary grid network, to harvest and siphon energy, even from Mother Earth herself, so that they can create this artificial timeline that we can only feed and allow our energy to help battery up. So we have to break that mind control because that's the biggest part of any bioweapon. And that's why the social engineering is there. So we bite the bait so that the weapons actually work. If we're not under the mind control, I think our bodies can release this kind of stuff because our consciousness holds a frequency that can connect with alchemy and miracles and mind over matter and spirit holding dominion over physical matter. But as long as we're in a low density way of being and thinking and functioning and we bought the bait and our minds are taken, that weapon as a 5G and everything else and what's in the um, jabs and our food and all the chemicals and toxins. Um, yeah, you know, that's, that's going to completely separate a person from their soul matrix. And that's the hybridization or the, uh, the, um, the engineering, the, uh, the, uh, the way to engineer bioengineer a human to not be human anymore. That's right. And so, yeah, friends and families are changing on us. I mean, there's personality changes where it's just like, this is not the same person anymore. That's right. It's yes. like, we're in like the great horror tragedy almost comedy sometimes yeah it's laughable but it's, it's disturbing as hell <laughs> it's pretty crazy it's like the movie they live now it really oh, yeah. is it, a whole bunch of other <clears throat> that's right we really are we needing to escape prison planet like uh, brad's book um the title there and yes we have to thank um mk ultra and operation mockingbird for you know you know well mk ultra the most um because that of course followed up with that big um, that square that everyone has in their living rooms, the square that tells us who to fear and what to hate, what to eat, what to like, what to dislike. That's the biggest weapon, in my opinion, Laura, and everyone has fallen victim to it. We saw what just happened the last few years, and even today, we're still going through it. It's it's a mad world, Laura. Another thing, yeah, and the social media and um, all the fake profiles, 
and yes. all the lies, right? The latest thing swirling around is that I'm Kathy O'Brien's handler. Oh, my. And I do torture control on her. And her and I just had a conversation. We're laughing our asses off. We're going to do a show on Monday. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's one thing I did want to ask you, Laura. You know, you have been a subject of ridicule, ridicule for lots of these people online, lots of these people that talk about conspiracies and UFOs. You know, you've been targeted quite a lot, and I think it's a little unfair to do that to you, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm a very sensitive soul, and it comes with the territory, and it's not like I can't handle it, but it, it, it just... I'm sure it gets to you, though, at times. I really appreciate the love and support, but... Some of the stalkers, some of the websites, some of the attacks, some of the constant people changing their profile again and again. And I know it's the same person because there's right. key things that I always recognize. It's so vicious and so unbelievable. Yeah. And and people that might not give me a chance will see all that. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I got to avoid her. She's and it's just like, all right, you know, truth doesn't need the leaders. Um, take it or leave it. But, man, yeah. you know, good luck. And I'm not saying I have all the answers and I can. I mean, we're all a team here, you know, just doing our best, putting ourselves out there, putting our lives on the line um, and everything on the line to protect future generations and do all we can to help people to get their sovereignty back. And people have lost their intuition, so they're going to fall for it. They don't even give me a chance. It's just, it's fine. I'm trying to just read through it. And yes, plant medicines and all these different things. I mean, I've got more nervine, like calm me the F down and like keep me like balanced in my emotions, herbs like in my system and I'm still fucking pissed and I'm yeah. still like trying not to be the whole you. time about it. I don't I blame you. You gotta, you know, anyway, you, go ahead, go ahead. I, was, I was just saying you got to roll with the punches sometimes and some people out there will drive you insane and you just have to sort of cope with it and keep moving forward. And I'm glad you haven't um, let it get to you that much. You know, you just roll with the punches okay. there and power forward. And real like you guys make all the difference in the world. And actually it's, it just, means so much to me so I, I already feel better just being here with you guys so it's been a rough morning <laughs> well that's unfortunate i'm sorry you had a uh, rough uh okay. you know morning there it's it's always unfortunate and you know you mentioned um the secret space program and these sort of things but before we even get into that i just want to quickly ask this and you know it's a little bit personal for both of you and uh, i'm not sure what either one will you say here but um brad let, let's start with you and then with laura here i was just going to quickly ask you this question um you guys go around and have talks uh, all over america at times here not all the time but i'm just saying you guys travel around a bit you give these talks in these in, in the circuit there um any 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 of these talks that you guys have done in your whole careers here um ha has any family member ever sort of spoken out against you or sent you like a text message or a phone call um sort of like wanting to fight with you in a way or argue with you about any of these things you guys talk about has there any has there been anything like that uh, for either one of you that's what i'm kind of wondering here <laughs> go ahead laura it's happened to me i'm just wondering you can go first okay if you want me to go first real quick sure go ahead laura okay yeah, not really I'm, and i'm kind of surprised i think um we've decided as a family to just focus on the love we're not on the same page about everything i think uh, there's a lot of mutual love and support kind of like okay you know everybody works real hard in this family everybody's got their particular mission and role you know we weren't handed trust funds or the easy way to do the work that we do none of us as eisenhowers and people would probably think different like no you have a presidential bloodline you must you know be taken care of uh-uh um does that mean i've been ostracized and kicked out of anything nope it's just we all work hard and we earn our way and you know, everything that had to do with Eisenhower is pretty much a museum or, you know, in a library or, you know, just a, a historic site. It's not like 
It's like, here, you can go live on the Gettysburg Farm. It's like, no, you can go visit it. And that's where you used to sleep when you're a little kid and you're with Mamie. And it's like, fine, you know, I don't mind working hard. But so I think we have this mutual respect. There have been times where my mom's like, oh, some friends let me know that you're naming names and just got to be careful. And then she'll like quote Eisenhower about certain things. And so my mom has just been so wonderful. I'm like, I know, I know. But like sometimes I have to name names like the HC lady and Bill Gates, you know, but she's like, just, you know, be careful and this and that. So it was like, I'm like, I know I, I try and avoid that. And that was my message to the dark controllers. And I was just like volcanic that day. And it's just, um, so anyway, I kept it up for a little bit. And what we don't agree about, we changed the subject real quick. Um, I brought up a lot over the years. Nobody in the Eisenhower family is covering this kind of stuff. And I think they sort of have a, like, phew, I'm glad she's handling it. We don't want to touch that. But let's like more keep quiet than send messages and feel threatened by it. We're choosing love and focusing on love. But my aunt just passed, and there's a lot of family gatherings mm. that aren't having any, uh, we're not having yeah. anymore like we used to. And a lot of like elephants in the room, and there are visitations where I visit my sister, and now they're like raging hippopotamuses in the room. It's like, okay, we'll just keep talking about the weather, keep it really light, focus on the kids. And because um, it gets too intense, everybody's got their opinion, but the mutual love and respect, what I appreciate about this family is way stronger. And I think they're really strong individuals and whatever yeah. choices they're making or whatever they don't see about the military industrial complex, their relative warned about, um, it's going to be okay if we can stay connected. What about you, Brad? What, what's your, well, you know, Laura, we see each other several times a year at these conferences and it's like a family reunion and we're amongst fellow truth seekers and people that understand the subjects we speak about. So it's quite refreshing to be in that group. But then when you step out and go into uh, the normie world and try to explain some of this stuff, uh, especially in the years leading up to COVID, um, I was looked at as certainly the black sheep the black of the family. Sheep, yeah. um, and, and my family's totally divided. Half took the jab, uh, other half didn't. I can talk about these subjects a lot more freely with the other half that didn't. But the ones that did... Yeah, they don't criticize, they don't come down on me. They just kind of look with a curiosity or maybe don't even listen to my interviews or read my books. I'm not sure. But like Laura, you just don't breach these subjects if it's inappropriate. So, for example, I don't even want to talk about what the effects of this, this jab thing can be in detox protocols, even though I want to and it would be helpful um, it, it's kind of just breaking someone's illusion bubble, sets them off, and then they can take it out on the messenger. So you have to tread very lightly with some of these subjects, especially with family members. But on the other hand, we all feel it's part of who we are to get this information out there. And it's it's not the greatest paying profession, and it's actually quite dangerous. You can see, look yes. what happened to uh, Philip Schneider and uh, William Cooper. Cooper. I mean, th there is a long list of casualties in this field. So, but that's what we're doing here on Prison Planet. You know, in many ways, we're all trapped here, and we just got to make the the best of it we can. But at the same time, um, we're here on a mission, and that is the Great Awakening, and doing our very best to try to help those with ears to listen and eyes to see what's going on in the world and the great amount of deception that has been put upon the human race in so many different ways. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I just wanted to add um, to, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. What I love about what you shared is, you know, you'll, we'll always be resources. You know, it's like, 
it's here. It's like if spring well of clean water is in a village and you don't know about it, that's kind of a bummer. If you do know about it, um, you have the choice to go to it. Um, and you can't force it on people. You can't make, uh, you know, once a person makes a decision, it's like I want them to feel good about their decision. I want them to be afraid. Um, but I will be a resource if they are like, okay, something's not right. Can you help me with this? And I can help point them in the right directions and the right healing protocols, but they're going to have to make that choice. I'll be a resource. Yep. Yeah, sometimes you have to be, and it is very difficult to talk to most people about these subjects. Uh, most likely, um, they're, they're just not ready for the most part to have these sort of conversations. And again, they all fall victim to that box in their living rooms. And a lot of people get influenced by their friends and the TV telling them that they need this, um, this sort of, this uh, sort of, uh, I was going to say this sort of lab. Yeah. The serum, I, I didn't want to get kicked off here when we do sort of play this later, but yes, this experimental sort of, uh, uh this sort of, um, potion, let's put it that way. This, um, strange potion they created and lots of people took it and lots of people I know took it. And I, I was telling them, don't do it, don't do it. And now a lot of them are suffering from the effects of the jab. Lots of them experiencing lots of chest pain and just difficulty breathing, doing simple tasks like trying to tie their shoes. It's, mm. it's ridiculous, um, Laura and Brad, but I mean, a lot of people have buyer's remorse now. Oh, they sure do. I have lost a couple friends. There you go. And some were very, very quick to go. 10 weeks, diagnosis to death. Damn, that's weeks. not good. No, not at all. So yeah, and the cancer, you know, people just like the cancer is off the charts, people getting cancer from, sorry, go ahead, Brad. That was what took uh, a good friend of mine was uh, cancer that he thought was in remission a decade ago, just came raring back, mm. took him out in 10 weeks. That is um, terrible, very terrible. And um, Laura, going back to you again, you know, the very first time I heard of you was um, many, many moons ago. And another thing that I, I did want to mention here was you were asked about joining a secret Mars colony project. And years ago, I remember there was an interview with Alex Jones and Robert David Steele who I've, I've had on on the program multiple times before he died. Um, he died in the hospital of, well, they say it was COVID. Some say he was murdered. I'm not quite sure. But he said, we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent to space on a 20-year ride. And this is something he said on the Alex Jones show. And, uh, you know, that caught the attention of uh, someone from NASA and they... Of course, uh, there are no humans on Mars. They were saying that. And basically, he, um, Robert David Steele was saying that there was uh, sex trafficking on Mars. And I, I had asked him when he came on my program, and I, I said, w where exactly are you getting this information from? And he said, Simon Parks. Um, Laura, I was just wondering what your thoughts and opinions were on all of that. Yeah, so I wasn't in the 20 and back. That wasn't my recruitment. I haven't been in any MKUltra programs. But I was targeted by people that are connected with all that, with psychotronic weapons, the use of looking glass technologies to locate me before I was born. Because apparently Eisenhower was briefed by star beings that a descendant would come and help bring out the truth. It's in a book that has been handed to me a long time ago from a Native American woman. And it's from uh, a Native American woman who wrote it. Um, 
that uh, you're a big migration of advanced souls would come in called light life. Someone would be gifted to the Eisenhower family. When they found out about that and the Mars recruiter defector um, connected to the partner that they set me up with as a plant who had like a handler and, you know, had to do with like tasking him with this recruitment through forming a relationship with me because they used looking glass technologies to locate our relationship in a past life, had him under their control, not me, but they wanted to use him as bait. So they had their attention on me, but they didn't have the mind control ability on me. They just made it look like, oh yeah, you know, got to go and uh, get off planet 2012 because of, you know, the alternative three scenario, possible Armageddon, apocalyptic events and protecting the human genome, which, you know, Andrew Bichago and I talked about a lot in 2010 and 11, you know, was for some in those projects, like uh, they're doing it based in what they were tasked with, but because of all the disinformation agents and the ones that sort of infiltrated all of that, and the rogue aspect of some of the secret space program parts of it and secrecy and you know just submitting to new world order or an artificial timeline manifesting on the planet um through my research and my intuition it was like nope we don't have to evacuate the planet mother earth does not need us to go we need to call this out we need to call it the dark weapons we need to call it the superstorms the geoengineering how they induce and engineer these events the false flag the psyops and call this stuff out because there's no way i'm going to mars so <laughs> So basically it was a targeting of more tracking me and putting plants in my world and then that recruitment thing. And I saw through it, they thought I would just go anywhere that I would go because I had a you know an affinity with this person because he's a very familiar soul and they knew that. And I had to just break through that and try and keep him from going and, um, and spell out to him what I thought was going on. And so uh, it would be a permanent colonist with the target date being 2012. And, um, and I just, yeah, refused to go. And they said, it's for your protection, this and that. I'm like, there's nothing safe about going to Mars. And um, and I've just been calling out what I discovered. Uh, they use psychotronic weapons. They use my labs, but I wasn't my labs. I've done a lot of hypnoregression. I've done a lot of work to just make sure. But there was uh, like a pre-targeting um, in order for me to not share the information, especially about the 1952 Unconditional Surrender Agreement under Truman, which is when... Uh, that administration, not Eisenhower, surrendered to the Nazis. He tried to defeat the Nazis. So when that happened in 1952, he set up covert things in relation to his friendship and uh, what well, Val Thor helped him to understand and linked him to the Guardians and uh, put some things in place like the USMC Special Selection, which is actually before his relationship with Val Thor, but other things like the White Hats, the Earth Alliance, and uh, some of the positive military branches that um, are working real hard to mitigate all this, but they have their way of doing it and they have to keep it kind of hush hush. But, you know, sometimes it's like, it's not happening quick enough. There's so many casualties, but uh, yeah. So it was just a, a targeting to just get me off planet. Cause you know, and uh, now it's just smear tactics and just um, rewrite written history and just, okay, well let's just censor. And we're all experiencing it. So there's a lot of advanced souls like yourselves that were born for this and uh, but yeah, I wasn't in a 20 and back. It wasn't like a super soldier program. It wasn't MK Ultra. It was the use of that through a partner to be bait, to draw me in and then trap me there, something like that. And use me for whatever purposes. And it's like, no thanks. <laughs> you can't have me. Yes, I'm glad you didn't uh, go through with anything like that. I mean, you know, never know. Um, you know, maybe you don't want to be on Mars. Um, truthfully, I mean, I don't think anybody does, but... Uh, essentially, we are going to have to leave this island called Earth, essentially. Um, and, uh, you know, me and... 
like advanced technologies connected to the guardian. I mean, the guardians are beyond physical form. We have to be very careful of what seems to be benevolent ETs that are part of the Draco Alliance that are in the problem reaction solution that are part of the Blue Beam projects. And, you know, <laughs> sorry, yeah. No I know worries. I got to go here. And, um, but I hope you guys continue the conversation because I know Brad has a lot to share on this. But oh, yes. Well, I yeah, do want to yeah. thank you, though. So um, no worries. People sometimes assume that I'm a part of some of this stuff. Eisenhower's not Illuminati. Um, it's a very different sort of presidential family compared to other ones. But after Kennedy, who was actually uh, part of the 13 families, but was um, going like more in the right direction in order to like take everything to the next level and take you know the higher road. You know, he was taken out. We saw Reagan's assassination, and then the three-letter organizations grooming presidents through MK Ultra and trauma-based mind control to set up these Manchurian candidate presidents that we know aren't fully human or are fully operating under their own sovereign uh, intuitive um, leadership. And that concludes this little teaser. Again, I am so sorry, but please sign up at patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. Until next time, bye-bye.